Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crothy. I'm Hollis Burkhart. Let's do a bullshitty episode, Steve. How's that sound? It's bullshit. And that's bullshit for a little bit. We're ain't going to talk about a game or comparing two years or a console or Tommy Tallarico or... Uh, I can't say there's not going to be bits. There's probably going to be fucking bits. <laughs> so, buddy. I mean, I hope there's bits. We haven't gotten to talk or hang out in a few days because uh, you have had a busy week, my dude. That's right, man. I had some uh, bunch of people come from out of town for... Steve. Good time, man. Saw, saw oh, a bunch up? of people that I haven't seen. Uh, you cut out a little bit. You had a bunch of people come into town for what? Um, for the opening weekend of college football. You know yeah how we do it around here yeah we get we get pretty into college football so you know it was good to see these people i hadn't seen them in months and we got to watch bama whoop up on utah state 55 to nothing so that was awesome i had a great great time hell yeah buddy how's everybody doing they're good hell yeah good to see everybody and we came down ate some good food um i think we about bought the costco out of meat between us and brad nice all them so you guys, we're still going to be eating on that for that meat for a while schmeat <laughs> you guys have the schmeats mm-hmm. oh man yeah i definitely had i definitely had a night where i think i had eaten one bratwurst too many and i woke up in the middle of the night just pouring sweat oh off my body. the schmeat sweats my dude had the schmeat yep. sweats but belly full of bratwurst his body was like come <laughs> on steve Come dreaming on. like dreaming I'm swimming in like an ocean with a stomach ache or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you just got encased in a bratwurst skin. <laughs> Man, that sounds awesome. I'm I glad I'm glad you guys had a good time. Uh I worked oh, yeah. that Saturday, so I was keeping up with uh all the college football stuff on my phone when I could. Um the, I, I guess the Mississippi State game got delayed for quite a while because of weather. Yeah, there was a there was a bunch of that happening actually. Um, both Mississippi schools, uh, Ole Miss as well. I know there's more than than that, but the SEC schools. I know both of their games got delayed for several hours. Um, but really, I guess the funniest thing that happened 
was um, Sunday night. LSU played Florida State, and I hate both of those teams pretty much equally. They're they're both trash, but LSU lost in the last second on a like blocked extra point. So like it was just so funny. Oh, <laughs> LSU lost. I didn't even know that. That's how little yeah, I caught. Lost. I I had a weekend, boy. Let me tell you. I won't tell you. But let me tell you. <laughs> One day, Read man. Between the lines. When I sit down to tell the story of my 2022, people are going to think it's a fucking made-up bad motivators bit at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. What we're going to do is I'm going to um, write the story. I'm gonna I'm gonna fictionalize, punch it up just yep. a little bit. Doesn't yep. mean much. But uh, but you and I are going to go in on that, and we're going to make profit. Profit. Stacking papers or something. I don't know what the cool kids say anymore. I don't, I, I've never been one of them. I'm damn near 40. I'm not going to start now. Oh, buddy, buddy, buddy. Oh, so the other thing. Um, I think that's still okay. The other thing that you went to do, I'm assuming you still went to do it yesterday, is did you go to the Ghost and Mastodon concert? Oh yeah, heck yeah! I did. How was it? Was it? Really good. I thought, man, yeah, it was so good. We got there. Um, we missed the opening band, Spirit Box. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to check. I need to check them out. They're Canadian. People say they're good. Um, we got there about maybe two two songs into Mastodon set, and they were really great. Um, they I didn't realize that they had a full time keyboardist now, and I didn't uh, he's up there wearing. Yeah, he's up there wearing like a slash hat and uh just jamming out yeah so corny but it was fun but really you know the main event is ghost and they really did not disappoint they played uh, i guess it was about 17 or 18 songs holy two hours and uh and the stage um setup and props and all the things they do it's just next level i mean if you get a chance to see them live i really would recommend it they're super duper fun i uh I I've been checking out the set lists for both bands uh, on this tour, right? Um, and I was about to text you this morning and go, "Hey, remember when you told me there's no way Mastodon would play the Czar? Because that's one of my favorite Mastodon songs." And I was like, they "Well, played it. Huh? no, they didn't. <laughs> they did not at our show. No, like, yeah, they, I mean, they oh, not at any of them. No, okay. they played it the night before you guys' show. That's why, because I, I was like, oh, surely they don't change the set list that much. And I was going to send you like a little swarmy, you know, like poking the ribs uh, fucking right. text. And I was like, I should check just to make sure. And sure enough, that motherfucker wasn't on the set list, was not yeah, on somebody, the set list. Somebody in the crowd was talking about that song. And they were they were mentioning how it had gotten played somewhere else. That's why I was kind of you said they they didn't play it anywhere else, and I was like, what? No, 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 they didn't <laughs> play they, it last night for uh, you guys. They did not. You're right, we didn't see it. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, I uh, I didn't even I didn't hear uh, I didn't hear I don't think they did Oblivion unless I missed it. Which, no, you know they didn't do a single goddamn song off Crack the Sky. Okay, guys, yeah. all right, hushed and grim, we get it. It's a good <laughs> album. I'm just salty because fucking crack this and i have no reason to be salty i wasn't even at the show but um yeah yeah i'm dying to go to a show dude i missed out on a show last week on last thursday because of some you know some stuff um Mm. it it was a show that you i mean you would have had full fucking ammo to dunk on your boy halls but I was kind of bummed that missed it. Glad I didn't end up getting tickets because I wouldn't have ended up being able to go. 
So I'm dying. I think I might. Uh, I think I might buy tickets to go see Paramore in Atlanta in November. Oh, dude, that. Uh, Maybe I could drive up and see it. Hey, man, I'll get two just in case. If anything, I'll just not have to have anybody sitting next to me. You know what I mean? Right. I'll tell you this, man. And like, this was the first concert that I had been to in a, a long time where I, I was standing there for the whole time. Right. Like when we went to see Tool um, in New Orleans recently, which was, I think, our first big concert, we had seats like, you know, on the side of the mm-hmm. bowl or whatever. So this one, we were in general admission. So I was standing there and like there was probably like 30 35 minutes between Mastodon and Ghost and I was just standing there and it was hot and I, I had just eaten like a, a Cuban sandwich before I went there. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I'm just, I'm sitting there going, God, why do I do this? Why? I I, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to go to shows anymore. And as soon as Ghost started, like I just forgot about it yeah. and was just having a great time and, but, and I felt great by the time the night was over. I'll tell you this, <laughs> you like, know? Uh, I have no desire to be in that kind of crowd anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would have loved to go to the show, but I would want to have been sitting, you know, where I could see and hear. Oh, but sure. I ain't trying to be in and the midst of a crowd getting monkey right. and, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that is that is definitely a risk. But, uh, you know, ghost crowds also aren't like, they're not moshy. You know, no, it's no. it's real. It's 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 kind of everybody's there to, to watch the show. So you don't really have to worry about anything like that, but um, yeah, man, I'm I'm back uh, back into concerts again. So hell yeah, yeah, I'm wanting to go to something. I, I had I I know I was talking to Will about it last night when we were hanging out playing Fortnite. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, two victory war at Royals, by the way. The boys are back nice. in town. Um, Any Kamehamehamehas? Oh, yeah, you know it, buddy. That I, I you know what? There was an update today. I wonder if they took those out. Um, oh no because those things are like that's like limited time stuff right like they're super strong right yeah yeah. um but yeah uh i was talking to will and saying like uh i've definitely like i've got the itch to go to a concert so bad right now and it's probably because i missed out on that show here in birmingham last week and then had the fomo of the ghost and mastodon show that i was considering driving down there to go to but with everything that I've had going on, just wasn't going to be a possibility. So mm-hmm. I'm dying to go to something, and I think I'm going to try and get Paramore tickets. If they're not already sold out, if they're sold out, I don't know that I'm going to pay some Michael Pappas type dude, you know, three <laughs> times face value. That's for you, Pappas. I know you listen. <laughs> um, yeah, Paps, fellow Souls guy. So let me tell you this, buddy. I have a story about a friend okay okay a friend who has a steam deck a friend who has a steam deck that does a remote job this friend had to work on labor day labor day was incredibly slow for this friend and uh, i'm not gonna say his name because you know in case a coworker hears the podcast or something, I don't want to get get him in trouble. But this friend had a blast hanging out, getting paid a, a decent amount of money per hour to play Jedi Fallen Order and Final Fantasy XIV on his Steam Deck. Oh man, did you ask 
this friend what he thought of the performance of those games? Uh, he said that uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which was on Steam sale, and you know this guy, he can't resist a sale, even if it's a game he already owns. Um, I mean, I can relate. I can right. relate. Um, both games worked wonderfully. The If you could have taken like co- high school, college age halls back in time, or if you could go back in time and tell him, like, hey, man, you know how you like playing EverQuest and World of Warcraft? One day you'll be able to play an MMO that's way better than either of those on a handheld device is insane. It is insane. Seems seems pretty pretty far-fetched, you know what I mean? Pretty, pretty awesome. Pretty happy with that Steam Deck ter- purchase as uh, time goes on. Uh, you, uh, your friend is happy with the Steam Deck purchase. Well, I am happy because of what he told me about oh, right. his experience with those two games. While he was working on Labor Day. Um, Yeah, I personally need to play my Steam Deck more. I haven't had, like, to me in my head, it's like something I only want to do when I'm not, I don't have my consoles available in front of me. You know what I mean? Now, if you and I were, like, playing, planning on playing something together, that's something completely different, of course. That's just gaming, but. Yeah, we need um, to get to that. We need to. Finish Gears of War five and then maybe kick off Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, <sighs> but yeah, it's a it's a cool machine, man. Man, it, the weight is nice. I got to tell the you, screens great. Will like you would have thought that you have been gone for a month the way Will has been talking about you, buddy. I'm dead <laughs> serious. Like he keeps going, like man, I hope Steve's having fun. I miss him. <laughs> Man, I love hearing that. And, and let me tell you, I missed you guys too. Like, I basically went into radio silence. Yeah, because, I mean, you were busy. You know, guy. We had people. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't responding in our meme chats or anything like that. And and I was kind of bummed because that's one of my favorite things to do. And I was just like, man, I hope those dudes are still hanging out and playing Fortnite. No, we Fortnite. were Fortnite. Fortnite. Sure. Yeah, we definitely were. <laughs> we definitely were. We were definitely playing some Fortnite. Um, that's cool and okay so i gotta tell you buddy the uh, part of this is my own idiocy right but i had one of the biggest gaming disappointments personal gaming disappointments in a long time last week so you know they released the last of us remake last week the last of the remake last of us remake has been one of those things that leading up to it i've been a little torn about because we, there's already been two versions of that fucking game. Do we need a new version of The Last of Us Part 1 on every new Sony system? Um, and then it starts getting closer, and I'm like, well, of course I'm getting it. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, we need it. Yeah, I want to play it. Um, so Wednesday, right, I get home from doing some stuff, and I look in the PlayStation Store, and I'm like, okay, so I can... I'll go ahead and pre-order it, and it'll preload, and then it'll be ready to play on Friday when it releases. But I get on there, and when I go to download it, it says, available September 1st. And I go, oh, so it's available tomorrow, which means it'll be available at, for me to play at 11 p.m. tonight, because it's always on the, that Eastern release schedule, right? Eastern time zone release schedule. And buddy... You want to talk about turning a bad day around? Oh, shit. 
I'm going to get to play this fucking brand new version of The Last of Us tonight instead of having to wait two more days. So, buddy, I took a nap, right? Like, I got prepped and ready. I hung out with Will a little bit. Will was like, I gotta. I probably need to hit the bed a little early tonight. Um, I haven't been sleeping like, well. Perfect. And I was like, no, go for it, buddy. Thinking in my mind, like, well, if you want to leave right at 11, that's fine with me, my friend, because I'm going to go back into the world of The Last of Us. So I, I'm so excited. Will hits the bed. I get a little stony baloney. Sit down on the couch, <laughs> dual sense in my lap, ready to roll. And I open it up, and it says, you have 12 more hours before you can play. Oh. It was 11 p.m. on September 1st. Not 11 p.m. It wasn't releasing on, it was still releasing on the 2nd. But the PlayStation Store, because it knew you know my time zone and shit, was saying it's available September first at eleven p.m. Right, and so yeah. I, like and I, all my I plans. I know people out there. My, I know people out there are probably like, oh, it's just a day. But like, God, when you get yourself hyped up for these things, that day can be crushing, especially if you're not expecting it. Well, and you not know? just that. Wednesday and Thursday are my days off, so I had these dreams in my head of, okay, I'll play it for two or three hours Wednesday night. I'll sleep in on Thursday. I'll get up and I'm going to play that game all day on my day off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just veg out and play the last of us. All those dreams went out the fucking window. My dude out the window. It's pretty great. That's though. a bummer, man. I was going to ask you, you said biggest gaming disappointments and I was starting to get a little nervous that you were going to no. tell me like, you know, but but with that said, like I you know I don't blame people for not wanting to shell out seventy bucks for me, it. You know what I okay. mean? Okay, look, was it necessary? No. Is it overpriced? Absolutely. Does it look amazing? Without a doubt. Without a doubt, it's incredible looking. My biggest complaint. I was talking to our buddy Randy, you know, who we had on for Cyberpunk and the Ghost of Tsushima oh, yeah. episode. Um, Love me some Randy. Me too, buddy. I was talking to Randy, and he and I both had sort of the same complaint. Like, if you were going to do this remake, I kind of wish they would have brought in some of the combat refinements from The Last of Us 2 in. Yeah. That would have been a big thing for me, because peace and love, peace and love to Naughty Dog. And I know I'm going to sound like an internal leaked Xbox email here, but... They don't have the fucking shooting mechanics down the best. Like, the last of this two was was the most solid I think they've had so far, having not played, like, yeah. you know, Uncharted 3 or 4. But the shooting mechanics and stuff are still sort of stiff and weird feeling in the Last of Us remake. Everything else is beautiful. Like, it is incredible looking. Um, and I'm sure we'll do an episode on it eventually once we both have a chance to finish it. Um, yeah, I, I definitely plan on on playing through that for sure. I mean, it's I love that that game. It's that universe is one of my favorite things in gaming. So yeah, any excuse for me to go back, I'll do it. Now, and and I have one other complaint, and this is extremely minor, but okay. So you know, uh, Left Behind, the DLC for the first Last of Us. Yeah. Why didn't it still stand alone? Why not incorporate it into the story of The Last of Us when it takes place? You know what I mean? Like, 
there's yeah, that, that just seems lazy yeah like just go ahead and fold it in as one big experience like that way i can you know experience it that way because there's a very specific point in the story of last of us the first last of us it fits it fits in there perfectly right like why didn't you guys do that minor complaint but still um yeah but yeah that at least it's dude. at least it's there it's there at least yeah right like yeah. in the remade fashion so that's um, good at least but does it have the multiplayer nope, in it nope okay 70 bucks just curious. for the story <laughs> <laughs> Yeesh. Yeesh. <laughs> um but yeah man i um i'm digging it i haven't gotten a lot into it i had had a lot going on i'm hoping that's probably what i'll do tonight until will's ready to play Fortnite, and uh i'll probably do that some tomorrow and then friday before we all get together and hang out um i'm sure hoping our buddy nick shows up to hang out yeah, it'd be good to hear uh, hear from him. Yeah, man. <clears throat> um, so week. obviously, you probably haven't been uh, doing a whole lot of gaming over the last few days because uh, you've had a crazy week. But uh, did you get any in? Has, has any revelations? I did. I got in, I got in a little bit. Um, uh, you know, I've been playing a little bit of a Metal Gear Solid Rising. Ooh, uh, the three the three sixty version. Uh huh doing a little bit of that it's it's fun you know um but uh while some friends were in town you know our friend ben he's kind of into elden ring um he's played through a decent little bit of the game and talking to him so i'd been kind of meaning to for a while but i've just booted up dark souls and was playing through that and letting him watch me so i'm about probably almost halfway through a run of dark souls because you know i don't fuck around no it doesn't take you long (laughs) <laughs> but uh always fun you know love that game yeah man man i need to hang out with ben and Teresa. it has been too long the, the fucking the theme of the night is i got a lot going on <laughs> um all right so one thing i wanted to talk about that i thought was kind of interesting um have you read up on any of this cyberpunk dlc shenanigans I saw that they announced something, but I didn't look into it at all. I was so, going to talk to you about it. Yeah, so they had like, um, you know, I think they call them like a uh, a Nightwire. It's like one of their streams where they show shit off. Right. They have that Cyberpunk 2077 anime coming out on Netflix soon called Edge Runners, And apparently they released a free tie-in DLC. Uh, like Shadow dropped it or Surprise dropped it. Uh tied into that anime and then they announced their uh big dlc um and that is phantom liberty uh an interesting fact about the cyberpunk 2077 dlc not available on last gen consoles only on current gen systems Mm -hmm. pc series x and uh PS5. PS5. That's the one I was looking for. That's the ticket. <laughs> um, That's and- cool, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm stoked. I wonder if it's like um, if it's standalone or if it's uh, you know obviously probably folded in there. But like since I have a game with a completed character, mm-hmm. I guess I might have to go back to like an older save or something like that, perhaps. But we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I think you're still playing V now. I know in that I. And I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure I read that in the Edge Runners 
tie-in DLC, you're not playing as V. You're playing as the main character from that show. The guy. Yeah. Who uh, who coincidentally also has a drink named after him at the bar, which is interesting if you know what con- what that means mm-hmm. in that context. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I uh, I don't know, man. Uh, it's it's interesting to me. The reason it's interesting to me is because of the fucking botched release of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven when. It came out and a lot of people were like, oh, maybe this shouldn't have even been on last gen consoles. Obviously, you know, at the time it was released, that would have cut out a huge number of potential sales because it was right when the consoles were coming out and they were very hard to get. They're not a whole lot easier to get yet. Um, But, you know, I heard and read a lot of things where people were saying like, they should have just made it a next gen or a, you know current gen whatever release only um so interesting to see that they did you know sort of drop development for the Xbox 1 and PlayStation 4 uh it's time right it's time to start moving on to these new systems i feel oh, yeah. like it's taking it's been a, time yeah it, well it's obviously i think it's taken a little longer because of COVID and all the effects it's had, not just on game development, but you know production of these systems. A big reason why you can't find these systems as easily as you should is because of supply chain shit, right? That is still going yeah, absolutely. on. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, man, uh, I'll check it out. I'll definitely check it out. It comes out next year, like everything. Everything fucking else is coming out next year. <laughs> That was the one thing that was nice about The Last of Us is it felt like a, even though it's a remake um, and an overpriced remake, it felt like a big game release. And I can't, was there one between The Last of Us remake and Elden Ring? I can't think of one. Was there? Like a big one. A game, a big release? Yeah. Um, I mean... I don't think so. Not like anything massive. No. Yeah. It's been like, this has been such a turtles. Yeah. But look, peace and love, love that game. It would be in my list of, you know, top games of the year, but I don't know that you can hardly consider that a quote unquote big release, you know? Um, I agree. Yeah. It's been, it's been a tough year, man. Yeah. That stuff. One of the weirdest years in video game history that I can remember and once again, it all comes down to COVID, right? Like we're seeing the effects of COVID more this year than we did during 2020 and 2021, I even feel. Like, you know, some of those projects that were coming close across the finish line, like your Ghost of Tsushima's, your Final Fantasy VII remakes, your Last of Us 2's, um, Elden Ring, like things that had been in development for a while, you know, probably got delayed and stuff, but we're able to get across the finish line. And it's this other stuff that is seemingly struggling to get out when it should. Um, so next year is going to be crazy. <clears throat> I am going to miss so much of it. Like there's no way I'm going to be able to keep up with everything that's going to hypothetically release next year. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's definitely going to be tough to, to stay up with everything, but you know, we'll do our best. 
I, we can always eventually get to everything. I still haven't gotten a chance to play Horizon Forbidden West, and that's that's this slow ass year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's because of fucking Fortnite, yeah. man. That's what, I'm gonna blame <laughs> everything. If I if if somebody's like, hey, have you beaten such and such? I'll be like, no, nope, can't do it. Fortnite, Fortnite got its hooks in me. And they're gonna be like, wow, a little late to the game. I'll be like, yeah, shut the fuck up. You know, hey, slow walking challenge here. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I also checked a, out a, a game that came out on Game Pass uh-huh. um, called Immortality. Oh, how I was is that? Talk to you about. It's interesting. Like I haven't gotten very far into it, but it's like a mystery game, uh-huh. and it's about this this actress who. I think has disappeared under mysterious circumstances and basically you're given access to like all this footage from her past projects and you kind of go through scenes from these movies or like her going on a talk show and talking about the movies and you know you match up these pieces of footage and I think you're supposed to unlock all the footage and kind of be able to solve what's happened to her. This is an FMB game right? It is, yeah. Yes. Okay. But um, uh, but it's pretty interesting. It's gotten really good reviews. I think the people who who really get into the game have said it, it's something really special. But uh, you know, I'll have to give it some more time. Pretty it, cool so far. I so this this resurgence of FMV games is so fucking fascinating to me. Like it 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 is just another one of those things that proves that like. Nothing ever really dies. It just fades away for a little bit before it makes its comeback. Like, because I remember, you know, in the Sega CD era and the CD-ROM era when FMV games were the hot shit for a little while. Um, You know, we talked about when we had our buddy King Tom on, you know, Sierra, you know, even went in that direction. Phantasmagoria that series is uh, essentially fancy ass FMV games. Um, right. Which for you guys that don't know, I know we're just spitting out a bunch of jargon. Like every it's full motion video. And, uh, you know, there was shit like what street shark and night trap and shit back in the day. Those were some of the earlier sewer, ones. Sewer, sewer shark. shark, night shark. No, there you go. night sharks. The name of my fucking rip off superhero comic. Um, <laughs> He's he is. You actually said street street shark, which is actually cool too. Oh, street shark, so. street. Look at me. I can't even keep the bit straight in my head. Street sharks is a fucking <laughs> fucking uh, C tier eighties property cartoon and figure line. Oh man, nice. Phew. Man, that Eric Struthers is a motherfucker. Did you hear what he said about you? <laughs> Whew. Yeah, I'm about to slap the Pretty... taste out of his mouth. He can say all he wants to about me, you know. I'm fucking <laughs> Teflon Halls over here. I've had way worse said <laughs> recently, way worse. Um, but he goes after my fucking boy, my boo, my Steve. He better Steve watch can out himself. I'm about to. He's going to see wheelchair. He's going to come out one morning, flying V tucked under his arm. You know what I'm talking about? Like he's ready to go to the office, and there's just going to be. Like figure eight wheelchair tracks in his front yard, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, that's weird." He's not gonna put it together and go, "Oh, these are wheel- wheelchair tracks." He's not fucking Sherlock Holmes. And he's gonna go out to his car, and he's going all he's gonna hear is me go, "Hey, buddy," and he's gonna turn around. I'm holding a glass vial in my hand. What's in that vial? <laughs> Monkeypox. <laughs> Busted on the ground. Next thing you know, 
he's got fucking pustules on his booty hole. Don't fuck with my boy Steve. That's all I got to say. Yeah, he seems interested in projecting his guitar insecurities onto me lately for I some reason. But for some reason, that has been that has been the scab he's trying to pick at. <laughs> I wonder if he would be down to do a ghost cover band. Something mm. tells me that he probably wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What I want to <laughs> see you guys do is a fucking devil went down to Georgia fucking guitar uh, uh, a duel. Oh, that'd be fun. Instead of fucking old racist ass Charlie Daniels, it's Steve and Eric <laughs> fucking shredding. You know what I mean? Charlie Man, Daniels is surely racist. Like, I, I, I pulled that out of my head like... Please tell me he's not like staunchly anti-racist. Something about no, that dude just, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's. I'm pretty sure he's racist. Yeah, something about him. I think, uh, you know, uh, you know, there's certain people you you know and you go, oh, they don't have a maga bone in their body. I think all of the Charlie Daniels bones might be maga bones. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. So uh, there was something I wanted to ask you about. So we are, it's weird. The, once again, kind of like FMV games, this shit goes in like waves. It seems like we are in a resurgence of like high fantasy TV, right? We're in an era where right now there's a Game of Thrones prequel and a Lord of the Rings prequel releasing weekly. And then later in the year, we're getting a sequel to Willow. So we're getting some real like hardcore fantasy shit. You and I have talked about Game of Thrones. Uh, what's the new one called? House of the Inbred? House of the Dragon? They found some <laughs> inbred-looking motherfuckers for that show, by the way. Like, good casting. Um, but what we haven't really talked about a lot is Lord of the Rings. And I don't want to do spoilers, because I know you know this isn't something uh, people will be necessarily caught up on. But I really like it. I really like that Lord of the Rings show, dude. Um, that's cool, man. Yeah, I've fucking, only gotten a chance to watch one episode, so you know, like, two. look, I am not a Jeffrey Bezos, fucking Elon Musk, fucking Mark Zuckerberg fan. These fucking billion tech billionaires, but like, at least Jeff Bezos has given me some high quality fucking Lord of the Rings content. That shit looks expensive. Like, <laughs> peace yes. and love. You know, two of my favorite things in this fucking god-awful world are star wars and marvel i love star wars and marvel people be talking shit on twitter about marvel and i'd be like you guys are crazy you you didn't grow up wishing you could watch movies about fucking spider-man and multiple spider-mens and shit right mm -hmm. this lord of the Rings show budget wise clearly has star wars and marvel tv beat a little because it's insane like I was just blown. It really away. is, dude. And, it's nuts how good it looks. And then that brought me back to, and, and then like, you know, Game of Thrones is not as big of a budget, but maybe the writing's a little better. I don't know. I, it, like, I don't want to compare both of them because I'm enjoying both of them quite a lot. But it did make me think like, we've been really lucky uh, with Game of Thrones, or not Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, licensed video games now that is that saying all of them are good absolutely not in fact there are some horrible ones out there 
but we've gotten some really quality Lord of the Rings related video games over the years. You know, going back to like, you know, the Two Towers and Return of the King on like the GameCube and PlayStation 2. Those games are great. Um, and then I would say like the two Shadows of Mordor games. Really good, right? Mm-hmm. When's when's going to be Game of Thrones time to give us a good video game? I know it is time. Right? I mean, like, and I know, I know there was that Telltale Game of Thrones. It was um, okay. Which, <laughs> it was okay, but that's not what I want. You know, mm-hmm. I want uh, give me give me Dark Souls, give, give me Elden Ring, but uh, you know, less from Weirdy and and which I love that shit. Don't get me wrong, but let's do it Game of Thrones style. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like that kind of. There's so many, both Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings, I feel have some genres that they have yet to um, explore in the video game realm that make a lot, like, why isn't there a really good Game of Thrones RTS, right? Like, money in the bank. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And, And... so you know, there's been um, there's been a few Star Wars RTSs over the years. One of them that's uh, maybe a little less well known. That's one of mine and King Tom's favorite Star Wars games is called Star Wars Rebellion. And Star Wars Rebellion is this fucking fever dream of a what if scenario where, like, you can you know you can play the Empire and you know blow up Luke Skywalker with a Death Star. You can do all these crazy things. It doesn't follow necessarily any set star wars story give me that in in game of thrones you know what i mean let me play as the starks who fucking take over all of westeros and change history i don't need an adaptation of anything we've seen those typically don't go well get fucking crazy with it like shadow of mordor like that is crazy (laughs) they got crazy with it and they had that <laughs> kick-ass nemesis system, which to me is the the thing that really makes those games. Like, otherwise, they're kind of a, you know, sort of a standard Assassin's Creed rip-off type game. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've just been thinking about that for a little while now because of the Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings show. It's been a little while since we've gotten a really good Lord of the Rings game. Uh, yeah, I mean, if if you want to, if you consider shadow of war which i still haven't played that one it's good i mean i beat shadow i beat shadow of mordor you know i Mm -hmm. love that game it's cool to see um calabrimbor in the show bruh which uh like hey spirit is sancti (laughs) like (laughs) don't want to touch with spirit is sancti the old jrr tolkien but bro can you help out a mush mouth motherfucker like me and give me a little easier of a name to say than celebrimbor like that dude, you know, you you got to cut. That's a dude. If you hang out with him on the regular, you got to give him a nickname. What's up, Sal? You just call him C. Yeah. yeah. What's up, C? We going to forge some rings today, bruh? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's blacksmith, dude. Yeah. Get going. Like why? Okay, answer me this, Steve. Why isn't there a fucking uh, Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones turn-based RPG? Do you know? Bruh, Great question. Do you know what I would do for that? Why isn't there a uh you know what would be a perfect format for a Game of Thrones game? Uh Fire Emblem. 
but Game of Thrones. Yes. With the permadeath yep. and shit, like like it almost goes yeah. hand in hand too much or too too well. You could make it to where like when you when you actually had the combat, maybe it could zoom in and show it close up like mm-hmm. um battle chess, almost mm-hmm. battle chess style. Ooh. And you could see like um you know, get real violent with the way people die and stuff like that, running them over with horses and whatnot. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, man. And you could have like some political shenanigans in there since that's such a big part of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I uh I just think it's time, man. Like, as successful as that fucking HBO show was, like, despite the ending, hey, and Brian, sacred icon Brian, don't give me the smoke. Don't give me the Twitter smoke. <laughs> I was not a fan of the last. And, and and I'm not just a guy who was like, oh, it was really good up until season eight. Steve and I started seeing the cracks in the foundation uh, earlier than that. And we would, like, we used to have Game of Thrones night where we all got together and we had, like, these big group parties. Not parties, but hangouts to watch the new episodes. And Steve and I would go step to the side and go, like, I don't, is it getting kind of bad? <laughs> um, yeah, like. There was definitely just like once they started going off book, it was just like uh, it was just kind of tough to watch in parts. They were able to pull up the nose a little bit in the sixth season, there, but uh, after that, there, they 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 went right down the cliff fast. They, there were moments of greatness after you know I felt it started going downhill, but regardless of that, it was so popular. The only we got two games right. I I don't know if you even remember one of them, but we got the Telltale game. And then there was that Game of Thrones game that came out on like the 360 and the PlayStation 3 that was apparently mm-hmm. awful. I never played it. <clears throat> I think it was um, sort of a third-person action game. And I think there were two different characters you played the story through as, if I remember. But man, how is there not a really good Game of Thrones game by now? It doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah, it doesn't to me either. All you I gotta mean, do is, is just a no-brainer. Pitch an idea to fucking George R. R. Martin. He's looking for a goddamn excuse not to write. Like, just be like, "Hey, man, can you give us an idea for a video game?" He'll gladly do it. He'll. Gl- he's like, I mean, "Oh, he's, he's he's done it already." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Elden Ring. <laughs> I, no, I know, but like, let's use this motherfucker's IP. Exactly. Yeah. Like, hey, man, give us a backstory on some some dude and we'll make a game out of him yeah you could have all these cool things that happen around him like he could uh you could do you know going through the events of the books almost or whatever like you could be there for the red wedding or you know some shit i don't know but definitely the the (sighs) property is ripe for um something i remember and again i want to say this was shit i might be wrong on the generation but there was a turn-based Lord of the Rings RPG that mechanically was pretty decent, but it was a little goofy because you weren't playing as like, you know, Aragorn or Legolas. You were playing like, you know, new characters that they made who just for some reason seemed to be about two hours behind the action of the three movies. It was one of those games where like you were constantly on the tail of the main characters so, like, you were right. sort of involved in shit you were familiar with, but, like, playing these dudes who were completely forgettable and shit. Uh, <laughs> there's got to be... There's got to be a good Game of Thrones game. Eventually. 
And th- as far as I can tell, because I did a little research, the only Lord of the Rings game that I saw on the horizon is that fucking Gollum game, that stealth game yeah. where you play as Gollum. Not really high on my radar. Whew. Bro, <laughs> like, you want to talk about how did this get made? I can tell you already. No, thank you. Like, of all yeah. characters in Lord of the Rings to play, I'd rather play the Tom Bombadil game. Let Tom Bombadil finally get his fucking moment in the sun. Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding, man. That would make a lot of people happy. <clears throat> Since he was left out of the movies, he could get his own game. I remember when I was in college and it was leading up to those movies, to the first one, um, my roommate at the time had just started reading the books and he was like oh man you know who they should get to play tom bombadil in the movie and i was like that who's that and he goes john goodman Hmm. and i that was my reaction (laughs) john goodman okay (laughs) whatever and i love john goodman no hate on john goodman but you know i like john goodman um i don't think he's i don't think he's Tom Bombadil starring John Goodman is going to do big numbers. Um, So uh, something else that happened while you were um, partying up with all our friends for college football is your boy got sucked into backing another video game Kickstarter. Uh Uh-oh. So we talked talked before about how I I backed Iudin Chronicles and uh, Exit Veil, that tool-inspired JRPG. We'll see how that goes. Um, I uh, ended up backing. It was. It's. I've never seen one of these before. A two-in-one Kickstarter, where you're you're backing two games at once, and they're both spiritual successors to what I consider to be solid yet lesser-known JRPG series. Um, so the two games are called Armed Fantasia and Penny Blood. Um, these games are spiritual successors, like I was saying, to the Wild Arm series and uh, the Shadow Heart series. Both, Heck like, yeah. you know, lesser known. They're not, you know, they definitely don't carry the same weight as like a Dragon Quest or Final Fantasy or even at, at, at by by this point, Persona, you know, Persona was one of those lesser known series that, you know, after Persona 4 and then Persona 5 has definitely become a lot more popular. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, I, fuck it, dude. I guess I'm just going to start funding video game Kickstarters because what else do I need in my life but more disappointment? Because who knows? One of these has got to go not great. You know? They can't all go good. And then I got I got I pull, fucking pulled a Steve and got sucked into backing a, a board game Kickstarter. Who am I going to play a board game with? <laughs> I read the description and they were like, Final Fantasy VII if it was a board game. And I said, here's my info. <laughs> Backed. Next thing you knew, you were filling out a Kickstarter. Filling, I'm ta- talking about add-on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, Who yeah. am I going to play a board yeah, game that... with? When am I going to paint the miniatures? Mm-hmm. <laughs> guess, I'm, I guess I'm planning on winning the lottery and having free time for once. I don't know. Hey, man, have you heard about these speed paints? These what? 
speed paints. No. Like for painting miniatures. Uh-uh. I've been reading a little bit about it, and it's like this kind of. Um, I guess it's a it's a bit of a knockoff of something that uh, the people who made Warhammer did. Mm-hmm. Um, can't can't think of their name right now, like Citadel or something like that. Games, Games Workshop. Workshop. There you go. Got them. Um, but uh, so <laughs> there, Army Speed Paints is like this these paints that you use to paint miniatures, but apparently it's kind of like a three in one. Like it it uh, it almost does like shading and um, detail work for you. What? on the painting so it makes painting things like look super like way better than uh like just a normal paint job where i would do where i don't know how to mix colors and shit like that or have any kind of advanced techniques you should check it out man check out a youtube um yeah. of people using it. I, it, it could definitely uh be a cool thing so my buddy ed who is uh one of the hosts of the scruffy looking podcasters podcast star wars podcast um, he's gotten way into miniature painting over the last year or two. And sometimes he sends me pictures and man, he's got, he's getting real good at them and he's big into the Warhammer stuff. I wonder if he knows about nice. that. I might ask him. Um, cause I, bet I, he does. I, I tell bet you he right now, I'm sitting here at my desk and just to the left of me, I see a closet door, Steve. And within that closet is a dick ton of star Wars <laughs> Legion miniatures unpainted unpainted i bought the paints i got the paints <laughs> what is wrong with me <sighs> never enough time in the day to do no nah, man the things you want to do no nah, i gotta talk to shitty people on the phone all day and then you know play a little Fortnite or gears or what to hang out with all you guys like i'm a busy guy i'm a busy guy i got a lot going on uh you want to do an email yeah, I'm struggling. Um, <laughs> uh, this is from our buddy Wesley, that fucking jacked ass bully. Final Fantasy VII hating ass Wesley, and then he saw the light. <laughs> you know he's fucking Poor jacked too. He's got like a twelve pack Poor of abs. Wesley. He's probably got like a twelve. <laughs> He's nice enough to write in, and you're just like, hey, he's such a bully, this fucking guy. <laughs> well, hey, man, I told him. I told him. He he tweeted at us a couple of days ago when our last episode went up, and he's like, I got to mention two episodes. I was like, you're a fucking high potion legend now. Well, we came up with a backstory <laughs> and a bit about you. You're going to learn, Wesley. Halls leans into the bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From now on, you're Wesley the bully. Wesley the bully. <laughs> That's got 12-pack of abs, like two chug splashes from Fortnite. That's another Fortnite reference. Like Brad Pitt Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. This is what he has to say. Now, this seems like a not, and I don't mean this in a bad way. This is a more complex email. So I might need to send you a screenshot of it so we can keep it straight. But I like the concept. All right. He says, Dear BitLords, I have a game for you. There are five categories and five games. Make a new game by matching one of the five games with one of the five categories and choosing the relevant item from that game to fit the category. No repeats. Okay. These are his categories. Protagonist, antagonist, love interest, gameplay, graphics. Games. One more. Give me one more, one more on the categories. Okay. Give it to you one more time. Yeah. Let me hear him one more time. Okay. Protagonist, antagonist, love interest, gameplay, and graphics all right okay, so i'm i'm gonna send you uh i'm gonna send you a screenshot so you can keep it straight as well 
might make it a little okay. easier. Okay. So those are the categories. The games that we have to match are Street Fighter Four, Elden Ring, Final Fantasy Seven, Yakuza Zero, and Halo Infinite. We talked about all these games a whole lot. Wesley's been listening. He should know that I lean into the bit by now. Uh, if you're feeling creative, give your game a name and a story based on the items you chose. Would you actually play this? LOL. Peace and love, Wesley. He's all about love peace it. and love okay. now. He's a changed man. <laughs> I have a question for you. It's, so the games here mm-hmm. that we have to choose from. Um, I'll go ahead and read them. Street Fighter Four, Elden Ring, Final Fantasy Seven, Yakuza 0, and Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. My only question is, is this the Final Fantasy Seven remake? I think it's just or Final Fantasy. Th- so I'm, it doesn't say, but what I'm going to do is I'm just going to say it's Final Fantasy Seven, Any form, right? You can specify in, in your okay. response. Um, okay, here we go. Um, so this is what I'm going to say. Um, the protagonist, I'm going to choose Halo Infinite. And it's not going to be, and okay. it's and it's going to be Master Chief. It's not going to be a first-person shooter. No, it's not going to be a um, uh, RTS even, which is another you know genre that Halo has has fucked around in. It's going to be a rhythm game. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be called Halo. Master Chief's new metal experience, and it's going to be a rhythm dance dance revolution game, and the soundtrack is all new metal. Corn, System of a Down, <laughs> Lincoln Park, Il Nino, Un Loco, uh, Mudvayne, uh, uh, Slipknot, Snot, uh, yeah, uh, Snot, Cold, Cold Chamber, Lip Biscuit, Cold Chamber, Big Seven, Truck, Seven Dust, Seven Dust. Uh, oh, what did you say? <laughs> so that that's my protagonist answer what's yours steve okay first of all i like that he didn't put soundtrack in here mm-hmm. which means we can go wherever we want with that bad boy yep. so all right first blush here i am going to go protagonist from yakuza zero and that protagonist is goro, goro majima <laughs> right so what kind of gary has had his moments in the sun i don't know yet i'm making this up as i go along so as for right now, I just I, I, I like you. You've got a, a way you're going. You've got a strong idea, but I'm feeling this out a little bit. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let the you know let what the I, muse guide me here. You know what I think would be cool, um, a retro retro inspired beat 'em up starring Goro Majima as a young guy, like as a teenager, mm-hmm. almost River City Ransom. Starring Goro Majima. Mm-hmm. Working his way up in okay. the Yakuza. Um, and plus, like, I like beat-em-ups. And if we could play a multiplayer Yakuza game, sheesh. <laughs> sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. And um, I love that idea. And uh, by the way, I already know what uh category you're going to be using final fantasy 7 for just putting that out yeah, there yep why don't you go ahead why don't you go ahead and tell me who your antagonist is going to be um, antagonist um would be street fighter 4 and it would be rufus right and okay. i don't All know right. what the game would be he would be the bad guy and like i don't know maybe he 
I don't know, was friends with somebody and fucking stabbed him in the back. You know, started mm. maybe he starts looking like a melted ass Elmer Fudd. And then a dude in a wheelchair flies to his home country and beats his ass. I think that's the game. <laughs> you see, you've, you've flipped on the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you uh-huh. pivoted. <laughs> What's your antagonist? Let's move it along. So I, I also think that I'm going to stick with Street Fighter for the antagonist because it kind of makes the most sense mm-hmm. for Gor- Goro Majima to have like an antagonist who would kind of fit um and you know at as far as like villains in street fighter i'm trying to think of somebody who would go good against goro hmm you might have to help me workshop this a little bit who'd be somebody like wacky for him to fight against el fuerte kind of comes to mind a little bit okay hold I on i can see those dudes i could see those dudes having like some knockdown drag outs i bro i was taking fucking um wesley's I think I I misinterpreted this. I think he he fucking cyber bullied, bullied me into not understand what he's talking about. <laughs> I thought he wanted a different game for each one. That's why my game was different on the second one, on the antagonist one. So like my Oh no no no. I <clears throat> Yeah, he wants us to create a one game based on on combining all these. At least that's how <sighs> I'm reading it. I see. Okay. Well, then I fucked it up. So in your and, case and Let's 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 retcon it for you. Do you need to start it over? I'll keep my protagonist and antagonist. Okay, so my protagonist is going to be... Um, uh, <laughs> my protagonist is going to be... Uh, <laughs> my, my protagonist is going to be... Uh, <laughs> Let me get a... Can I get a... Large lamp? <laughs> um, riveting podcast. All right, so you know what? I'm going to do my way. You do your way. We'll give Wesley both okay. ways. We'll give it to him. He say, we say any way you want it, that's the way you, you need it or whatever. So, Sounds good. All right, so yours is all one big game. Mine's a selection of different games. All right, so we have the Master Chief okay, Rhythm game. Good. We have the game where a uh, wheelchair bound protagonist beats up rufus from street fighter 4 uh you go <laughs> you go Who's... okay so we antagonist i think i'm gonna go with um just m bison you know gonna go classic here Dude. so uh you know maybe m bison gets involved a little bit with the uh the japanese mafia and the fucking shadowloo moves into kamarocho yep. and tries to take over and mm-hmm. koro majima's like no way dude no way do you know yeah, how he's like that stoked i would be for a yakuza street fighter crossover dude Whoa, makes a lot of sense i would definitely love to hear uh goro just call him bison chan or something like that <laughs> yeah fucking hide under a giant street cone and <laughs> surprise him um okay so my third game because that's the way i chose to do it would be a sequel to the last game right our hero okay fucking you know escapes victorious after punching elmer fudd in the nuts beating his ass <laughs> beating him with a fucking mechanical keyboard like one of those ones that light up and shit i don't know these aren't things that i've considered um fucking hitting him in the face with a sock that's got a brick inside of it 
Um, <laughs> and on his way home, back to his home country, he makes a uh, a layover in Japan. And who does he run into? <laughs> Nobody. No, 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 the one and only Tifa Lockhart, right? <laughs> That's the love interest. Final Fantasy VII's Tifa, Tifa Lockhart. Hell, I'd even get down, or he would even get down with the Polygon version if he had to, right? It doesn't have to be the fancy remake. He just needs her to be sane, for the love of God. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, and it oh, wouldn't man, even be an it. action game. It would be like a fucking romance. It would be the weirdest sequel, because it would change genres completely, and it would be like a uh, a visual novel about a fucking fat loser could, scoring with a hot <laughs> Japanese lady. Some, you could do the, the Yakuza, like... um the the club owner game or whatever I wanna be your girl I love where you got where your head's at so I'm also gonna use Final Fantasy VII for my love interest for this game as mm-hmm. well we're just gonna we're just both busting out Tifa here because we're nothing if if not Tifa stands no man we can change <laughs> plus that make Bruh. hey Evan. I think <laughs> You got some you got some ideas in your head now for our next cover art whenever you're whenever you're filming Frisky? I think we got some ideas. Tifa stands. We might change the name of the podcast. You might have to record a new theme song. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I mean, I am good at guitar actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Um Um Oh dude, so, so your game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think Tifa is going to be the love interest for the game, but she's not going to end up with Majima. Just nah. it's going to be kind of a will they? It's going to be kind of will they? Won't they? She's too but good they for won't him by the end of the game. Yeah, she's kind of too good for him. She's too good for. Kiri. But there's going to be a there'll be some there'll be some chemistry, you yeah. know. Oh, there'll be yeah. something there, but but nothing that that the characters can really act upon. <laughs> so. so so far, your what game, you... your game mm-hmm. is uh, uh, stars Goro Majima fighting against the Shadow Lou and M. Bison from Street Fighter and has Tifa Lockhart as a love interest. Like, if I win the lottery, I'm funding this game. It's going to be the biggest <laughs> crossover in history. They're going to be like, Psh, Avengers Endgame, what? Uh, <laughs> so for the gameplay on mine, uh, I'm going to go Yakuza 0 because I think Yakuza, as a series... Once you get down to it, right, mm-hmm. um, has some of the most addicting gameplay that I've ever played, and it's it's not just the combat, which is a little one note, but it's it's everything. It's the combat, it's the exploration, it's the mini games, it's the weird side quests. You know what I mean? It, I love a game that packs a bunch of shit into one game. Uh, yes, yeah, right? makes you feel like you're you're getting your money's worth. But I wouldn't want it to just be another Yakuza game. So, like, what kind of game, what would it be? Like, because, you know, that same company did that, um, uh, they did a JoJo's game, right? No, they did a um, Fist of the North Star game that's basically Yakuza (laughs) set in Fist of the North Star. So, what I think would be cool, Bloodsport. That's really good. So, okay, hear me out. The main, obviously, the main storyline is is the Kumite, right? And participating in the tournament. But the real meat of the game 
is all of the shenanigans you can get up to in Hong Kong, right? While you're not competing in the Kumite and you're fucking, you know, you're getting involved with the fucking mob or you're doing mini games or you're getting chased by fucking ghost dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, <laughs> he'll be in this. We can definitely get um, a Forrest Whitaker in this. I'm surprised you call him Ghost Dog and not Sagarera at this point. But, he well, you know, you know, look, both bits work. He was he was Ghost Dog to me before he was Sagarera. Peace and love, love the character of Sagarera. Love seeing him pop up a lot, but it's hard to uh, it's hard to take away my love for Ghost Dog. <laughs> yeah, man, that was that was a thing back in the day, for sure. All right, so for my gameplay. I'm going to go with Elden Ring here, <clears throat> obviously, since from mm -hmm. is kind of my favorite shit, mm -hmm. and most of that is because of the gameplay. So we're going third person. Instead of a sword, maybe he has an umbrella, you know, or a pipe or a bike, like <laughs> you know what I mean. A bunch of different things. Yeah, like <laughs> instead know? of instead <laughs> of flasks, he's just got a mysterious jar of liquid. You know, that's one of the items. <laughs> yeah, this totally. So okay, hold on. So you're telling me your game, because the way you took it is the way Wesley meant it, surely, um, is to create one monster game from all these options, is a game yes. where you play as Goro Majima fighting against the Shadow Lou and M. Bison, hooking up with Tifa Lockhart with the gameplay of Elden Ring? You're, yeah, I'm pretty good so far, I think. That shit is balling, my dude. <laughs> what a good idea. And here, it's just me being fucking petty. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and I'll go ahead and do my last category since it's okay. right there. It's Halo Infinite. I've got to take it. So, so you know, Halo Infinite, I, I have no problem taking those graphics. No, it's a good-looking good, game. It would, yeah, it's it's going to be, game. you know, what would happen is fucking Jason Schreier would write an article about your game about how hard the developers had to tweak a first person <laughs> shooter engine to work in a third person Souls like <laughs> game. Kind of like happened with like uh, Dragon Age and Mass Effect when they made them use the Frostbite engine from Battlefield. <laughs> My graphics would be um, Elden Ring, right? Like. Okay. Now, okay, since I, I chose the wrong way and did completely different games, I want a from sci-fi sci game using the graphics engine from Elden Ring. That's the next so they've they've done dark fantasy, they've done horror with uh Bloodborne, they've done like high fantasy fucking the biggest damn Zelda game you've ever played with Elden Ring. I want sci-fi. Right? Hell yeah. Or yes. I want a from developed Final Fantasy spinoff game. Oh. God, that would be incredible too. Sure. Buddy. Or from Genesis Evangelion as well would be fun. Oh. oh. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Ma'am, there's a lot of anime that I would love to see from. Do, do a game of like uh, attack on titan would be cool but i don't see the 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 from engine working with what you would need to do in attack on titan right like all the flying around on the 3d maneuvering devices i would say and shit. 
I would say you're probably right, but play Sekiro and then maybe mm. you maybe could change your mind. On That's that. true. I haven't I haven't done that, so you might be right there. Um, Demon Slayer, a fucking Demon Slayer from yes. game. Now that's that's the ticket right there, right? That's I definitely the play the shit out of that. Yes. Um, but Evangelion, boy, it almost seems too perfect of a match. I know. Yeah, the way that Ano and Miyazaki kind of approach things is is similar in a way. I think. You know, I I have a feeling I'm gonna cuddle up in bed tonight, fucking chilling out watching a little h3 podcast on my tablet while i fall asleep and this email is going to haunt me because of how badly i fucked it up so i might have to revisit this in an episode or two and like really put my mind grapes to thinking about one all-encompassing game or else i'm afraid wesley might show up on my doorstep and kick me in the face (laughs) (laughs) all you see are you look at the the peephole and all you see are abs Uh uh-huh 12 (laughs) of them glistening (laughs) Like, bro, did, again. You, did you oil those bad boys up before you fucking came to Alabama? Goddamn. <laughs> I guess if I had that many abs, I'd do the same. All right, buddy. <laughs> we got one. We did one. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. We got one done. <laughs> There's, You cannot say that we didn't get one done. No, we didn't. And, uh, you know, we mentioned uh, fucking Strothers earlier, that guy, but he did have a good question uh, for like an episode like this that I forgot about. And so I didn't forget, Eric, we will, we will bring that question up because it's a good one. Oh, is he um, too good to like email it in? Like he big time I guess. going he straight to the source? Yeah. No, man, yeah, you gotta... I guess so. When you, when you put it like that, yeah. He we smoke too much weed to remember these things, Eric. You gotta email <laughs> them in so we have a reminder. <laughs> Oh man! All right, hey buddy, thanks I love for you, recording. Buddy. Yeah, man, I'm glad to glad to get to hang out and uh, shoot the shit a little bit. So listen, guys, uh, yeah, fucking email us highpotionpod at gmail dot com. Be like Wesley. You know, you don't have to have glistening rock hard abs, washerboard style, but you could still be like Wesley. Highpotionpod at gmail dot com. Follow the podcast on Twitter at highpotionpod. Follow Steve at Stoned Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. Leave us a review on iTunes. I don't, I don't even have a fucking guilt trip to give you guys to, the, to that today. Just just do us a favor, please. Please. <laughs> we really appreciate it, guys. So uh, we'll see you next week. I'm working on some episodes. I got an episode I'm writing up. I'm actually, quote, unquote, writing an episode and doing uh, research. I just need the time to finish it up. I think it's going to be a good one, though. So there's a little sizzle for Fancy. you guys writing it too yeah you like ben affleck over here yeah ben affleck and matt damon fucking smoking marlboro reds and getting writing assistance from kevin smith how how about them apples we'll see you guys later (laughs) i don't (laughs) bye you guys